0: Now, Fight Back with Libby Nimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. Today, of course, we are talking about Patrick Brown's bombshell resignation and what comes next for the PC party. CTV aired a report with very serious allegations of sexual misconduct from two women who were very young at the time. They both say... He gave them alcohol and took them back to his home where he asked for sexual favors. Fifteen minutes before this report aired last night, Patrick Brown called a news conference where he made this very emotional statement, standing on
2: his own. I know the court of public opinion moves fast. I've instructed my attorneys to ensure that these allegations are addressed where they should be in the court of law. In short, I reject these accusations in the strongest possible terms. It's not my values. It's not how I raised. It's not who I am.
1: Well, Brown did not want to step down, but he basically had to after his staffers resigned. And there is no question that he could not continue as a party leader in the midst of an election campaign. But he denies these allegations, which were aired, by the way, anonymously. And in today's climate... That is enough to ruin a man. I have to say, that makes me uneasy, even though my heart goes out to these young women. If they went through these incidents, uh, want to hear from you. The numbers to call 360-0740, toll free one 866 740 740 Meanwhile, we are talking to Alan Bonner, who is a political strategist and crisis communications expert here in studio. And Patrick Gossage, the chairman of Media Profile and a liberal commentator. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us.
3: Nice to be on with you again, Libby.
1: Okay. And Hello, Alan. Okay, so uh, by now everyone has heard that extremely emotional uh, statement from Patrick Brown, and uh, we all know of the spiral of events since then. Alan, let's start with you.
4: Well, let's start with um, how much notice he had that this might happen. Um, I heard that there was something along these lines in Mr. Brown's past at least two years ago Um, and obviously whether the women were underage or whether either of them were married or whether there are more and I hear there may be more coming and more different things of a different nature coming when you have that much notice and you know that there is such a thing as opposition research you should have a plan to deal with it Uh, if he didn't share this with staff and staff didn't cook up a plan Uh, If he didn't have a plan, this speaks to leadership and the ability to lead, whether he's guilty or innocent of anything. Uh, he needed to be prepared for this. You don't hold a breathless news conference at nine thirty. You don't walk away with the commentators saying he's being escorted out of the building. I mean, if as if it were the you know armed guards or something, which it wasn't.
1: It was uh, probably his people, uh, such as they were, because because his staffers all resigned. I think in that moment.
4: Well, indeed, but a uh, Timothy Krause's great old book, "Boys on the Bus," which someone of Patrick's age, sorry, Patrick, yes, I w- read it. will remember, a well. Run is a well-run country. How you go about holding a news conference, having a picnic, eating a hot dog—everything is important in politics, and he should know. A leader should know, not just staff. So it, it was badly handled on all counts.
1: Okay, Patrick, uh, what's your what's your uh, take on this? Well, however, I mean, um, in the Me Too
3: era that we're in, and you know, he wasn't the only one that resigned yesterday. Um, you know, uh, the, the uh, Nova Scotia premier resigned under similar circumstances yesterday. So they're falling fast, and you know, it's 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 quite scary to be a man uh, in this era because you know both of us have lived through times when you know the kind of. You know, the kind of some of the kind of activities that are now ruining people's reputations were all too common, particularly up on the Hill. I mean, in my time up on the Hill, there was stuff going on that was just ridiculous, and nobody ever said anything. And well, include,
4: including with your boss, Pierre Trudeau.
1: And, well, well yeah, and, I mean, and even if well, they said, exactly, exactly. I remember when I was there, uh, the prime minister's press secretary, Michel Greton, I mean, the, the, all of that came out in public, uh, yeah. but still it wasn't. It wasn't what it is today, for sure. Well, it and- didn't. It didn't. It
3: didn't end your career in like a millisecond. And this is what it, what's happening now. And I must say, I agree with you, uh, Libby. I'm a little uncomfortable with it. Um, I mean, the fact that he's going to that he's going to have fancy lawyers, and maybe there'll be a court case, maybe not. I don't know what Alan thinks about that. I don't think. But I think his his you know his his time in politics is finished. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He will never lead a political party and probably never get elected again. And it's done. And uh, it's, 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 you know, there's no winner in this, in the Conservative Party. There's no winner. Maybe the, maybe the women who came forward are win or feel good about it, but they're anonymous as well. So they're not, they don't even have the pleasure of, you know, appearing on camera and Dissing this guy. Well, um, you know, in a way, since I think it's horrible, and I. But I do agree with Alan. I thought the, I thought the, I just watched the press conference again. I actually caught it last night. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was just so horribly done. And and the fact is, he looked guilty. I mean, you know, he looked like he does it. He 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 looked so flustered and so on. You just don't do that kind of thing. I, I didn't take it possibly. as
1: him looking guilty. He looked upset. He looked like he was crying. I mean, uh, you yeah. know, it was it was hard. To watch, and it was. and he was, I mean, presumably he was out there at 9.45, 15 minutes before uh, the story went to air to try to get out in front of it, um, uh, but, uh, I mean, but here's the thing, I still, I mean... The one thing I don't agree with in all the commentary on this is they're calling these women brave. They're anonymous. Well, um, and yeah, I mean, uh, the, you so know, the, your two face. Up, the
3: two, the two, the, 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 you know, to have Win and uh, Horvath weigh in. I found that a bit a bit Oh, and everyone too. else. Justin Trudeau. I mean, and Trudeau. everybody else. I mean, it's all, yeah, and Justin. I mean, give me a break. I mean, do we know this guy's guilty or not? And uh, I mean, you know, I suspect he is. But but on the other hand, it's... it's but it's also it's, guilty... The kind of justice that's meted out in these situations yeah. is really disturbing. It,
1: it's also a question, frankly, of of guilty of what? Now, if he was... Applying young girls, one of whom may have been a minor at the time, with drinks and taking them home, that, that, that's completely inappropriate. However, one of those young girls, by her own account, had a great deal to drink, which means uh, what she remembers may not have been exactly what took place.
4: Well, and let's put a political campaign in context. Uh, it is a place where many young energetic people go to have an emotional experience and an emotional connection with fellow workers and having relations in the, in the media, in a political campaign, in acting class. I mean, this happens. Uh, if it was something where one party made an advance and it was rebuffed and the other original party said, okay, fine, and and drives the person home, that that seems to be normal human relations. If it was persistent, if it was unwanted and it continued to persist, that's inappropriate.
1: Let me me just jump in there. Um, I agree with that, but in this climate, even if somebody made a pass and it was rebuffed and that was okay... That's an allegation now. That that is considered harassment in many Yeah, um, it is.
3: No, I mean and I think I so agree with you. I mean it's just the, the 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 level of of, you know, of sexual interaction as as you call it quite rightly that is permissible now is down to almost zero. I mean touching even is is um, is considered harassment and uh, I mean I think we're getting to a point where you know, I mean, every man has to be fearful, that's for sure. Every man who's ever, you know, touched a woman has to be fearful, and... uh there are a lot of them, I'll tell you, a lot of them in my generation, that's for sure.
4: Now, on, w- on whether Patrick Brown looked guilty or not, or whether that is a normal emotional reaction to a stressful situation, I'm going to channel the book uh, Political Brain by Drew Weston and say, if you are accused of something, if if Libby Snymer says to me at the end of the program, I think you stole my purse, I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to refer this to my attorney, and in the fullness of time, after a full examination, as horizons recede, come to a as to what the facts might be, I'm going to say, no, I didn't. L- look, in, look in my coat. I do not have your purse. And I would be offended, yeah. and I would defend myself, and I would deny it. I don't think Patrick Brown's reaction was authentic.
1: Well, I'm, no, I'm sure, either. okay, authentic... I am sure that that he had been hearing from lawyers out the wazoo on what to say and what not to say. He was referred to. He he referred everybody there to a lawyer. I'm sure that he did what his lawyer told him to do,
4: which may not be a Mm -hmm. good idea in a crisis case. As you said, uh, the court of public opinion is one thing. The presumption of innocence is in court and in judicial proceedings, not necessarily in the court of public opinion. I feel the same way about this as uh, David Frum feels about Trump. Uh, the remedy for Trump is a political remedy. It isn't a legal remedy. Uh, this is a political context in which this happened. This isn't a workplace dispute uh, that uh, among two anonymous people.
3: Okay. Yeah, except, except politically. I mean, it's done. I mean, and you know, there's we, we, it's really not much point in saying anything more. I mean, the, the the conservative Party's in a huge mess. It's four months from an election it hasn't got a leader uh you know the the brand of the party was the patrick bound uh brand and he had his book his book with his picture on it the people's guarantee has been distributed in the thousands so you've got a platform that is you know closely linked to him and his vision. And, uh, you know, how do you reinvent a party in four months? Because he sure as hell isn't going to be leading it.
4: Well, Patrick, Patrick, we're on a talk show, so there is more to be said, uh, including that Patrick Brown has essentially putative control over tens of thousands of members of that party. He tirelessly signed up uh, South Asians and others and had his caucus do it. And that is a real problem. Will they come out for another leader?
3: Okay. And are they uh, going to be loyal to him? I mean, you know, that's the question. I mean, boy, people lose friends awfully quickly in the in this me too era. Um, anyway.
1: Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like to take a, a few calls, but uh, yeah, again, cool. the I, I've heard a lot of commentary. At first, I thought, boy, have they just handed Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals another mandate? But but well, a lot that's of people see too. a lot of we and we will. Um, and we will in a few minutes, but but a lot of people are saying that, hey, give Patrick Brown credit for reinventing the party to a certain extent as something more moderate, and, and another leader can take over. But right now, let's go to the phones. We have people who've been waiting. So, uh, Robert in North York, you're on the air.
2: Hello. Hi, the man's been uh, convicted and hanged without even a trial. Where's the presumption of innocence? I know of two situations, one in a bank and one in a movie theater, where the managers were accused of things they didn't do, because the young girls didn't get the promotions they wanted. The the, the two managers gave them to two other ladies who had been there much longer. And even after the investigations, without removing the two girls who complained, either been fired or transferred, they were forced to continue working with them and walking on broken glass for the next three or four years. So at least they got the trial and they were found innocent. But this, what's going on with, I understand that a lot of women have been hurt in this situation, but you've got two women here who are in black silhouettes, they haven't come forward with their names. There's accusations out there, and this guy's just lost his job. This is ludicrous stuff. This is, we still have the presumption of innocence before guilt. The man should have had an investigation, a trial, something.
1: There is a presumption of innocence in the law. There apparently isn't one in no. politics and public opinion. Robert, thanks for your call.
4: In some fairness, uh, running a bank or running a movie theater is not the same uh, chain of command as trying to run the province. Uh, Marshall McLuhan said it many years ago. Because we live in an amoral society, we hold up public figures to a level of scrutiny that most of us couldn't uh, live up to. By amoral, he meant uh, the people who abandon children, the use of illicit drugs, uh, uh, 50% of marriages end in divorce and have extramarital affairs, as as Kathleen Wynne has, and end in a marriage. And chose another mate uh, of, of the same sex, and everybody, most people, I think, think that's a progressive and her choice, and, and what have you. So, uh, holding a public figure or a person who wants to run a, a jurisdiction to a higher level, I don't think is uh, unusual or inappropriate.
1: Okay, no, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, hear from uh, Mary in Etobicoke. Hi, Mary.
5: Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes. I'm just, uh, I read both papers this morning, The Globe and The Star, which I do every day. And why did these ladies wait until now? They could have made this uh, this announcement any time along the way. They're waiting about getting pretty close to election time. And they could have come forward earlier. But as a result, now it's really hit the headlines. And I just feel that um, they're not entirely innocent themselves. They, they know the ropes. They're, they're not backward by any means. And I just feel that, um, like you say, he has done this. He's owned up to it.
1: But I just. He hasn't owned up to anything. He said that, that all of the allegations are completely false.
4: But there's one spot where I agree with the caller, and I bet Patrick does as well. Why did this happen right now? I bet this is opposition research by the liberals. <laughs> that they... you
3: are, you, you, I've been having those yeah. thoughts, too. You know, this is
4: black ops. We well, well we, we share it a brain, uh, uh, Patrick. But yeah. uh, it, if I were the liberals, I would have said, hold this off for at least a month or two. And when yeah. you've got everything in place and the buses ordered and the and the, the you know balloons and hats ordered and everything, then you bring this out. So this must have been a leak somewhere that the Liberals uh, well, wanted it to might, forestall.
1: Everybody is looking under every nook and cranny for any evidence. I mean, I've, I've heard stories about, you know, people being on Earth, uh, asked very leading questions. So, so we don't know who did. But I think that uh, part of the Me Too moment is, uh, is a hunt.
3: Yes, exactly. And it's a witch hunt. Except it's not a witch hunt. What's a male witch? I don't know. Warlock. Warlock. It's a warlock
4: hunt.
1: Now we've invented a word. That's good. No, that's we we didn't invent that word. We
4: invented a phrase. A phrase. A a warlock warlock hunt.
1: hunt. Okay, uh, let us take uh, one more before uh, Bill in Toronto. Hi, Bill. Hi. Uh, Your uh, guest
6: there, he, he said that we hold public officials to a higher standard. Seriously, like Trudeau with the Ethics Commission, uh, Kathleen Wynne with all the uh, charges. So that's a fallacy. But I I think you nailed it when you talked about these women being brave. How brave are they? They're coming out like 10, 15 years after something's happened. I've got a 21-year-old daughter, and I would expect, and I know her, she would stand up and she would deal with it in the
1: moment at the time? Um, I would hope so. Well, you know,
4: many uh, young men, just to put the other gender uh, into the picture, at uh, the private schools that I've dealt with, uh, kept this a secret for years, and you can kind of understand that there is F- very few relationships that have more of a power differential than a teacher and a, and a 10, 12, 14, 16-year-old uh, young man. And uh, I've dealt with this at, at women's private schools as well. And the fact that those things are, are not spoken about for 20 years, I think uh, we, they deserve some empathy and some understanding as to why that may be.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure if I'm still on the line, but I was 12 years old and I was sexually assaulted by a male. Sorry to hear that. And I'm, I'm coming on 60. And you know what? you remember Don, the guy that started up City TV? It was a guy that lived with him that sexually assaulted me.
1: Don you know that what? started, uh, it. it was Moses that started up City TV. So. Well,
6: whoever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I dealt with it at the time, and I'm all coming up on 60 years of age. And you know what? This is the first time that I've really ever really thought about it or mentioned it. I, I,
1: but the, but there are a lot of other people who've suffered for their entire lives because of something like that that happened to them as a child. Well, you know what? If you want to be a victim, be a victim. Okay, thanks, Bill, for your call. Um, well, uh, the timing. I think the timing is.
3: I mean, I think that's worth just pausing for a moment and saying that the timing. I mean obviously closer to an election would be good but still four months away and it's you know an incredible gift to uh the win liberals and let's not fool ourselves and you know and I mean I think you know as you as we were saying earlier Kathleen coming on strong on this is she didn't really need to they can just they can just go back to the office and say okay guys is this going to make a difference how do we How do we not exploit it? but how do we ride something that has that really put our opposition in the most awful situation possible um, and you know it's it's it 's unfortunate, but you know they are the, i mean lib and i i guess Horvath too will will her people will be also caucusing and trying to decide whether this is going to give them a boost. I suspect it will.
1: Okay, let me just... So so Kathleen Wynne has uh, come out and said that she will not call an early election. Yeah, no, Uh, I mean, that's... Probably, because that certainly, I think that would have turned people off, <clears throat> excuse me, because it would have been so blatantly.
4: So her position is she is going to obey the provincial statute. Uh,
3: well, yeah, and it's a provincial statute.
4: Not, so, not I mean, bad for one of the lawmakers to uphold the law.
1: Okay, the, the other, so before, I, I'm going to try to get a few more callers in, but but I, so what's next for the PCs? I mean, there, there are a lot of people who are saying, okay. Uh, They can move forward from this. Their party's being rebranded, and there are are a lot of good people out there. They have to elect an interim leader, which I gather they're going to do tomorrow morning. Will it be somebody who's not going to run for the leadership, someone who is, and they have to get a leadership done uh, sort of uh, at lightning speed?
4: Well, let's just say maybe. Uh, There was a time in ancient history when William F. Buckley was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and asked, you know, what do you think the outcome of the election is going to be? And as I'm sure Patrick would agree... uh, Mr. Fabuckley said, uh, well, uh, if you look back to World War II, 72% of the time you're going to be wrong. Uh, People cry in New Hampshire. People have electroshock therapy. People drop out. People are, in America, killed. So uh, a new leader six weeks from now may look quite different than the topography that we see today. I I think uh, Patrick is right that this is a gift to the liberals. But let's see what happens in six weeks, which is an eternity or six eternities in politics, as they say.
1: Uh, Patrick? Well, I
3: mean, I think the sad thing is is that it's unlikely that they'll have time to, you know, mount a proper, uh, you know, a proper leadership uh, campaign where, every, you know, where all the members get a vote. I mean, that would be seem to me to be almost impossible to organize in the time left. And so that you know, it will be the British system, perhaps, where the caucus, in fact, elects a new leader. Uh, and the sad thing about that is Christine Elliott, who I think we all liked a lot, who was the runner-up to Patrick Brown in the last uh, <clears throat> um, in the last uh, leadership campaign, won't be eligible because she's not in caucus. So I mean, and there's a, I don't know. I mean. He's so dominated the caucus that I mean, I, it's going to be very difficult for somebody to really get themselves known in the time left if it's a caucus member. Well, there yeah, a lot yeah. of high-profile caucus people. I mean,
1: well, Carolyn Mulroney has just been. Yeah, but she, she just yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, her We're, name's being touted. Rob Phillips, Vic Fideli is quite prominent, but if if you look at. Patrick Brown's profile in in public, it it wasn't that high, and people kept saying they don't know him.
4: But aren't we happy we have the British parliamentary system that Patrick just referenced and not a presidential system because americans yeah. don't know what to do with trump other than have a special prosecutor impeachment yeah. the 25th amendment and so on we could have christine elliott there is nothing wrong with a caucus nominating as as the ndp yeah, did with true. bob ray a non-sitting member nothing wrong with you that mean the as British. an interim absolutely and, and run an election i mean we have had uh, bob ray in ontario didn't have a seat uh william lyon Mackenzie king uh, didn't have a seat, lost his seat in many elections. This is, th- this is not a problem in the yeah. parliamentary yeah. system, and we are better for this system.
1: Okay, yeah. uh, let's try to uh, take a call from Joan in Oshawa. Hi, Joan.
5: Hi, Libby. <clears throat> I agree with you in the first caller that we had, Robert. There's something fishy about this whole thing because right before an election, I don't know, I'm wondering if there isn't a li- little bit of um
1: mm, uh, Collusion. Yeah, but that doesn't—that doesn't say as to whether these allegations are true or not. I'm no, shocked re- that there might. I realize might
4: be.
5: that. But the thing is, yeah.
4: I, I just want to say to the caller, I am shocked that she thinks there would be collusion or subterfuge or double dealing or
5: duplicity
3: <laughs> yes, in the I political mean, what system. Shock Politics. We've devoted our lives to, I mean
5: <laughs> No, but I mean there's something there seems to be something not right. These two. Yeah, no, I agree There's a lot not right. coming at this time when it could have been done earlier and there's no names. They're in silhouette. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Brown, I saw him last night on the news, and he was really upset. Um, it wasn't guilt or anything else; it was he was just upset. He seemed like a little bit in shock. Um, this isn't right. I mean, accusing somebody and 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 then saying, "Oh, these brave women!" Please, brave? No. There's something. There's something that needs to be dealt with here. And we need somebody or some people to get to the bottom of what the heck is going on. I really feel bad for Patrick Brown. And I didn't really like the guy all that much, but still... Okay, Joan, thanks for that. You're very welcome.
1: Okay, uh, we have to wrap up this conversation. Uh, people, if I didn't get to your calls, Free For All Friday is coming right up tomorrow, so please call back. I'm sure this will still be the topic. Uh, before we go to break, let's just wrap things up here. Uh, Patrick Gossage, what would you like to leave us with?
3: Well, I'd like to leave you with let's not be smug about uh, about what's happened. Let's Let's feel let's feel some empathy and sympathy where it's where it's deserved uh and i think uh you know to see a to see a man who brought this party so far you know dead in the in the period of a few hours is is a sad is a sad situation and you know and let's hope that uh let's hope that the tories can still Give uh, the liberals a good fight at the next
4: election, which they deserve.
1: Okay, <laughs> spoken good, from a liberal. A neutral thing, yeah.
4: Yeah, and Alan. Let's have some empathy for uh, the women. Yeah. For someone yes. like Patrick yep. Brown, who put his uh, career on the line, 17 trips yeah. to India, tireless working. Empathy for the tens of thousands of people who signed on to the party because of him. Empathy for perhaps for the dirty tricksters possibly within in the Liberal Party, who must uh, wear this event as well. So I, I think that, you know, it's good fun in politics to talk about this sort of thing. And, and we do it all the time. But there's a human element to these uh, yeah. tragedies that, that needs to be remembered.
1: Okay, thank you both. Uh, I'm sure we will be revisiting this subject uh time and time again. Again, Free For All Friday is coming up. We're about to switch gears and we're going to talk about something much more warm and cuddly, your pets and how to take care of them. But first, we are going to have a quick break.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.